All right, thank you for joining us for the uh, Crossroads Baptist Church radio broadcast ministry today. We have a special guest with us, Pastor Brother Tim Crotz from Bear Trail Baptist Church in Cana, Virginia. Brother Crotz, you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then uh, you'll be preaching for us this morning. Thank you. All right, thank you very much, Brother Lynn. We certainly appreciate the opportunity to be on the radio for you guys this morning. Certainly, we hope the Lord will help us to be a blessing to you. I've been the pastor there at Bear Trail Baptist Church, just celebrated 20 years this month. Uh, well, actually last month in October. And so I've been privileged to pastor there for that many years. Grew up in a Christian home, uh, wonderful mom and dad. And dad been in the ministry for many years until dementia and Parkinson's recently took him out of the ministry. And so it's always a blessing to be able to share something from the Bible. And so I want to use our time to do that today. If you have the uh, means, if you're in a position where you can and want to follow along with us, we'll be in Psalm 28 uh, today. I'll mention a few things from there. The uh, Lynn asked us to do the radio broadcast. I wanted to preach something deep and impressive, but I don't have anything like that, so I'm not able to do that. I'd like to preach something that's very exciting and encouraging, but I'm not a very exciting person at all. I'm kind of a, a deadbeat people. I have the kind of personality that um, I, I'm a loner. I'll put it that way, man. But anyway, so I'll, I'll share something with you today that uh, I hope will be a, a help to you. This here, uh, Psalm 28, this is another psalm that uh, follows a pattern of many of the psalms up to this point, and that is that uh, David, he's the, the human penman of this psalm, and he is in trouble yet again. Uh, and the response to the trouble that he's facing is the same as it's always been before, and that is he cries out to the Lord for help. And that's something that we certainly need to do. So uh, let me pray, and then we'll, we'll begin reading in verse number one. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be on the radio today. I pray you'd help us to be a blessing to those folks that are listening. Uh, we sure do love you. We certainly thank you for loving us. I need your help today to be an encouragement to others. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 28, verse 1, the Bible says, Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock, be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplication when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward the holy oracle. Draw me not away from the wicked, and with the workers of iniquity, which speak peace to their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands. Render to them their desert. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up. Listen, I'll mention several things here. Verse number one, David said, unto thee will I cry. David, as I already mentioned just briefly, he is certainly no stranger to trouble. Uh, he's certainly no stranger to problems. He certainly had a great amount of tribulation and, and crying in his life as far as that is concerned. And so he's come to the, the place here where he is crying unto the Lord again. And you and I, we're certainly living in a world uh, that's full of heartache. It's full of trouble, full of sorrow, full of misery, uh, full of all kinds of problems. And there's a multitude of reasons that would cause you and I or drive you and I uh, to tears. And so David here, uh, he is crying to the Lord yet again. And that's something that you and I have done. Uh, if you know the Lord and, as your Savior and you have trouble and problems in your life, you're no stranger to crying unto the Lord. And that's something that will probably continue to be a part of our lives as long as we are here. But he said, unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock. What is important is who you're crying to. 
And it's certainly understandable that there are tears, but who are you crying to in your time of trouble? And David certainly is crying to the Lord, and he refers to the Lord here as my rock, meaning that he is solid, he is dependable, he is stable, and he is unchanging. Uh, In scripture, when speaking figuratively about the Lord, obviously he's referred to uh, as the rock, Exodus, and also 1 Corinthians. Uh, We're speaking here about the Lord. He is the rock of my defense. He, He is my means of safety. He is my protection. He is my strength. He is my place of refuge. And so David is crying out to the Lord. Listen, there's no one else to call upon. There's nowhere else to turn. We must certainly put our faith and trust in the Lord. He is our rock. You say, preacher, why, why in the world would you cry to the Lord? Well, verse number seven of this psalm says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in him and I am helped. We cry unto the Lord because he can hear and because that he can help us. The Bible says in Psalm 9, in verse number 12, it says, he forgetteth not the cry of the humble. It is good. We have, we have Christian friends. We have Christian brothers and sisters, and we certainly are no stranger to ask and those folks to pray for us and folks ask uh, me to pray for them quite often and I certainly try my best to do that but this psalm psalm 912 says he forgetteth not the cry of the humble you may with good intentions you may forget oftentimes had folks I, I don't I see this um, because it's a good thing it's just an honest thing I, I'm certain that there's been times folks have asked me to pray and I may have forgotten to pray or folks may have asked you to pray and you you may have forgotten to do that but the Bible says he forgetteth not the cry of the humble so that leads us to another question does your troubles does your problems does your difficulties in life do they humble you or do they cause you to be hardened do you become hardened to the things of God? Do you, does your heart become hard and you become bitter? Or does your problems humble you? I hope. You say, listen, we're no stranger to trouble, no stranger to problems. And those things should humble us and, and drive us to call into the Lord as David is doing here in this Psalm. Psalm 34 and verse 15, the Bible says this, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open under their cry. I'll tell you why we cry into the Lord. His eyes are open and his ears are open. I'm glad the Lord can see the problems and the difficulties and the situations that we're facing in life. And he can't just see them. He can hear us when we cry. Psalm 34 and verse 17, the Bible says, the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. You see, the great thing about crying to the Lord is this. Not only does he have the ability to hear, he has the ability to deliver. We talked just a moment ago, just briefly about uh, asking those, and you, and you should do that. I'm certainly not discouraging that, asking other believers to pray for you. And uh, others may have good intentions, and, and, and they, they may even be wonderful Christians, and that's a great thing, and they'll listen, and they'll pray for you. But friend, the truth is, oftentimes, we certainly don't have the ability to deliver you from your problem or your situation. But David understood that his difficulties, his problems, his troubles were greater than man was able to deliver him from. And so he cried out to the Lord, who was not only able to hear, but he was also able to deliver. Listen, I have some situations in in my life, my extended family's life. I don't know that anyone could help with those difficulties 
but I'm glad the Lord can. And I'm glad that when I cry into him, he is able to hear and able to deliver from that situation. Psalm 55 verse 16 says this, as for me, I will call upon the Lord and the Lord shall save me. Verse 17 says, even in morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Listen, friend, if the answer hasn't come yet, don't give up. Don't grow weary. Don't grow bitter. I just continue to cry unto the Lord. He's made us the promise that he will hear and he will deliver. Now, back to that verse 1, Psalm 28, the Bible says, Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock. Now, here's something I think may be extremely important in the psalm. He says, Be not silent to me. You know, way too often we are content with the Lord hearing us, but we're not all that interested in hearing from the Lord. David here, he pleased with God not to be silent to him. Let me ask you something, friend. How long has it been since you heard from God? Is God silent to you? Now, listen, I'm not talking about this crowd that thinks that they're so special, that God is speaking directly to them, and that God's giving them something that the rest of us are not able or capable capable of receiving. But listen, friend, God is no respecter of persons. He speaks to each and every one of us the same way, and that is through his word. We communicate with God by praying. That's how we talk to him. He communicates with us by speaking to us through his word. Listen, friend, if it's been a while since you heard from God, it's probably because that you've been doing all the talking. Sometimes we must get in our Bible and hear what God has to say to us. The Bible says here, David said, be not silent to me. He says, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. David has no desire to become like those who are doing him wrong. There's certainly folks who are doing him wrong, the background and all of this psalm that we don't have time to get into. But listen, this is very important. There's a danger in the times of trouble. There's a danger in the times of problems and difficulties in our life. There's a danger for us to uh, become weak and become vulnerable. And oftentimes we tend to uh, separate ourselves from the Lord and the fellowship with God. And so David says here, Lord, I don't want to become like those that go down into the pit. What David means by that is those people who are going down to the pit, they never hear from God. David said, I don't want to be like those who, who never hear from the Lord. I'm going to cry unto the Lord. I want the Lord to hear my cry, but I'm not going to be content with that. In the return, I want to hear something from God. Now, we see an application in this verse. The antidote to being like those going down into the pit is that we hear from God. This when we hear from God, it'll produce some things in our life. It has produced some faithfulness in our life. It'll produce some holiness in our life. We need to hear from him. We need to hear from him in our personal Bible reading, in our personal Bible study. We should hear from him uh, when, when others are teaching and preaching to us the Bible, preaching to us his word. And so th- this is just another proof of why it is so important 
to surround yourselves with Bible teaching and preaching. Listen, if we'll be faithful, it will increase our opportunity to hear from God. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Well, if you only read your Bible one time a week or God forbid, one time a a month, you are far less likely to hear from the Lord than someone who faithfully reads their Bible every day. That application carries through. If you're not faithful to the house of the Lord, you only come to church when it's convenient, maybe once a month or once a week. You are far less likely to hear from God than someone who comes to Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, midweek service. They are far more likely to hear from God than you are. I thought about this one day some time ago when I was preparing this sermon. Uh, we, We cry into the Lord and we do that often and we should. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. I'm certainly not in any way trying to minimize the importance of prayer, but I wonder how many times or how many prayers I should say has been prayed, and God has answered those prayers, but the ones who are needing the answer to those prayers are still waiting to receive them. You say, what do you mean, preacher? I think the Lord has answered a lot of prayers, and a lot of people has not received the mail. What would you think? You ordered a package from Amazon. You ordered something from them, and, and the delivery guy, he brought it and set it on your porch, but you never went outside. You never bothered to check to see if it was there, and you kept checking your email, and it said it had been delivered, and you kept calling the company, and they said it was already there, but you never went outside to see it sitting on the porch. I I believe there's been a lot of people, they've got great trouble. They've got great problems. They've got great difficulties in their life. They called unto God. He is their rock. He's able to meet every need in every situation in their life, but yet they have failed to open their Bible and find out from the word of God what it is that the Lord has to help them with. Listen, the answer's in the book. We have an answer book, and Jesus Christ is still the answer. Verse number two of that psalm says, Hear the voice of my supplication when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands toward that holy oracle. Certainly don't have time to talk about that oracle, but you can read about it in the book of 1 Kings chapter 6, and also 2 Kings chapter 8. It has to do with the holy of holies and that oracle that was placed in there, and those tablets of uh, uh, tables of stone was placed into there, and of course, that's the answer. The word of God is the answer, amen. What a blessing. Man speaks to God by prayer, and God speaks to man by his word. I hope today you'll look to the Lord. He's able to help you if you will allow him. God bless you is our prayer. Good day.